Hello, everybody. Welcome. Great to see you. Sort of see you. It's brilliant. Love it. And I love our senior ministers, Pastor John and Danielle. I just want to honor them. They are uh, visionary leaders who are faithful. And because of them, our church is here and everywhere today. Because of them, like just their vision and their leadership, they're not scared to change things up or move things. We have to, and evidence of that is today. Here we are online. Weren't expecting it, but they just make things happen. So I want you to put some love hearts in the chat for Pastor John and Danielle. Come on, hit those love hearts. I like the love hearts because they're easy. Or you can go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Pastor John, love Pastor Dan. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We do that every week, don't we, online? But if you're from the sunny coast, woo, great to see you. And uh, if you're on online, great to see you as well. Oh, my goodness. Pastor Danielle just introduces so well our Shredder Sunday and what we're going to be doing. And it's a new year. It's a new season. It's a chance to start things afresh and to refocus. And I always get so inspired at the beginning of the year of cleaning things out, cleaning cupboards out, cleaning out the wardrobe, cleaning out everything. I've, I've cleaned out a lot of things. I had a holiday. Uh, I'm not there yet, but I have been cleaning things out. And one thing I saw because of all the Boxing Day sales, yeah, people, online, online, I bought some new cups, that's right, and some, <laughs> and some new glasses, cups and glasses, you know, like to drink out of, cups to drink out of, that's right, people, I don't know what you were thinking, but cups to drink out of and new glasses. The only thing was my cup and glass cupboard was full. So I needed to take them out. So I packed them all up, gave them away to my son who lives in Brisbane, and then I've got my new cups in there now. And, you know, that's what we're doing today. We're going to look on the inside of us, in our hearts, in our minds. We're going to look. What do we need to pack up and get rid of and shred? And what do we need to let in that's new? So that's what we're going to be doing today. I read in my Bible yesterday in Luke 5.37, it says, And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins, the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. I mean, I read that, and it just caught my attention. I'm thinking, like, what's that all about? You know, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. What it means is it doesn't work if we put new ideas into old mindsets. You don't get new results when you still use old behaviors. Pastor Danielle talked about you know, New Year's resolutions. Like A lot of people, one of the most common New Year's resolutions is to lose weight. The thing about that though, when you're trying to put new wine, like that might be a trimmer body, that's the new wine, into an old wineskin, which is bad habitual eating habits, it's not long-lasting. You actually have to change the mindset. You have to change the habit. So that's, what, that's an example of that. You've got to put new wine in. If you want the trimmer body, you need to also change your mindset. Today, we're going to be shredding things. We're going to be making room on the inside. Things that you no longer need. It might be mindsets. It might be fears. It might be words that have been spoken to you. It might be pain and hurt from the past. Whatever it is because you cannot embrace new things 
while you're holding on to the old. Oh, it's just a great thing. I feel, I'm feeling like the cleaning, like God is going to supernaturally clean on the inside today. So I believe that he's going to speak to you. So what I'd love you to do, wherever you're watching, whether don't put it on your phone because we don't want you ripping up your phone. We really are going to do a prophetic act later, like where we're going to rip up, we're going to tear, we're going to shred, if you've got a shredder at home, but we're going to rip a piece of paper. I've got a piece of paper that's got some things on, don't come too close, but I've started writing down some things that I personally want to shred and leave behind. That I, so as I'm speaking, I believe God is going to speak to you. What is it that he wants you to leave behind? And write it down. Write it down as we go along, but I'm going to give you a little bit of time later on as well and rejog your memory and rejog what God's saying to you to write down so we can shred it. I don't want you to miss anything. So grab that piece of paper. And you know what? It's not too late to share right now. You might know somebody, a friend, a family member, who you think, wow, they really need to leave that behind. You know, like you've probably got some ideas for them to leave things behind, but it's not too late to share. Share it on Facebook or wherever you're watching. Share the link on YouTube or on church online platform. Do it now and help your friends out. So we're going to pray together. I just want to pray. So close your eyes. I thank you, Father, that you're here, that you're with each and every person, wherever they are. And Father, I just pray that you would bring to them, that you would show them, that you would reveal to them what it is that you want them to let go of today. Father, I just thank you that as things present themselves, whether it's mindsets, whether it's fears, whether it's past failures, whether it's past hurts, Father, I pray that you would reveal it to them today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, let's go. Isaiah 43, 18 to 19 says, But the Lord says, Do not cling to events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing I'm going to do. It's happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. Pastor Danielle spoke about the water as well. Just so onto it. God is so onto it. His Holy Spirit moves and it is represented by water in a lot of areas in the scripture. Like, uh, so it says, do not cling to events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. When we cling to things, we hold on tightly. When we dwell, dwell means to live in, to stay in permanently. We do not want to stay in and live in the past. We don't want to cling on to things because they can hold you back. So, but, but then it says, watch for the new thing I'm going to do. We are talking about dreams and visions. Watch for the new thing that God is doing in your life. God wants you to watch what he's doing. God wants you to know that he's already started to do it. It says it's happening already. You can see it now. You might have seen little snippets of what God is doing right now. And I will make a road through the wilderness and I will give you streams of water there. God's going to guide you. He's going to lead you. But his spirit is going to be with you and guide you as well. I love that. So we're going to look at the things that you might need to let go of and shred. And how I've got lots of examples because they're all things that I've had to shred myself or still shredding in some cases. And one of them is, is conditioning. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about your hair con conditioning of your hair, not that kind of conditioning, but conditioning of how we think. 
The mindset that we have, how we behave in situations, like bad habits. I've had lots of bad habits in the past. I still do have quite a few bad habits, but I'm not sharing those with you just yet. Like there could be like addictions. We can crave for and become addicted to things that actually destroy our lives, whether it's drugs, pornography, junk, food. I mean, I've been a little bit addicted to food in the past. Uh, alcohol, relationships, destructive relationships. Sometimes you can have a bad habit of being in a destructive relationship even. And God, one word from him can change those things. I'm going to talk about how powerful the word of God is. So thoughts and mindsets, I'm talking about negativity or fear or betrayal, manipulation, frustration, anxiety, grief, sadness, sickness, offense, criticism, disappointment discouragement, resentment, and bitterness. I mean, they all sound like, oh, but if you, I know in my heart, I've had every one of those at some time. Failure. Sometimes you have the best laid plans and they fall apart. Sometimes you'll have a project which collapses. A deal might fall through. There might be a loss of a business, a loss of a job, constantly applying for a job but not getting one. I want you to, if any of those things, like, I want you to write it down because we're going to shred it. You know, just because uh, things have happened in the past doesn't mean they're going to happen in the future. So fear, the fear of criticism. I mean, what will they think about me? What will they think? The fear of responsibility. What if I can't handle this? The fear of failure. What if I blow it? I mean, I've blown it many, many times. Uh, in lots of different areas, relationships, investments, uh, relationships even with my kids, I've just blown it. So sometimes when you have these kinds of fears, they can stop you from wanting to actually make things better. Uh, I had a fear of public speaking, and when I was at school, uh, you know, when you'd have to have your little speeches every now and again, I'd be sick. <laughs> I don't know about you know, I'm not feeling well because I would and then they'd you know they'd put it on for a, in another couple of weeks time and I'd be <laughs> sick again because I just <laughs> I just hated it I really hated it I hated it and I think it's because one time I was speaking I felt like someone was laughing at me it was probably all in my head but it just put me off I just don't didn't like it didn't like it at all and even as an adult I was probably worse, actually, because as an adult, you can actually control the situations that you're in. I just didn't want to public speak. If I could get out of it, I would. I, I, I had to do some things in uh, a, a job that I had, but it wasn't so bad. It was training people, so it wasn't too bad. And then I started coming along to church, and I started having dreams. Pastor Danielle talked about dreams. I started having dreams about seeing me speaking on a stage. I mean, nightmares, really. And then I went, I went to Bible college and uh, all of a sudden, we've got to have little devotionals. You know, we've got to get up in front of 16 people it was. It was oh, a nightmare. Honestly, every time I got up, I would sit down and I'd have to sit on my hands because I'd be shaking physically. So it affected me physically. I hated doing it. But God spoke to me clearly that I needed to get over it. Let it go. Let that fear go. And how he taught me how to do it is from using his word. So I went to the Bible, and there's specific scriptures that I read 
over and over and over, and I mean a lot, over and over again, every day actually, because it was such a fear in me, I needed to get rid of it, and I wanted to, but I just, so from doing this, like one of them was in 2 Timothy 1, 7, um, God has not given, it says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, but I would say God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. You make it personal. You make it, so I'd say it over and over. Another one is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All these things. So I, I had quite a few of them, and I would just go through them because what has the word of God, it starts to wash you on the inside. It starts to wash your mind. It starts to change you, and, and you start to realize, like, you know, I'm, you know, God's showing me doing this. Like, I'm probably called to do this. Maybe I'm called to do this. It was just, so it was a... a a cycle of things. So whatever it is with you, whatever you might fear or whatever's stopping you, you can get a word from the Bible and speak it over yourself and change your heart, change your mind and change your life. So what do we do? Go to the word of God. I want you to put it in the chat. Go to the word. Word of God. Word of God. Yes. So if you've got fears, write them down on your piece of paper. Now words... Positive words have power. Sticks and stones will break my bones. But what's the rest of it? It says that, but words will never hurt me. That is a lot of rubbish, isn't it? It is, like, it is for me because one of my love languages, and there's a few of them, but it's words of affirmation. So when I feel love by words, it's also the thing that hurts me the most. Are words so in like but words just would run around in my head like uh, I'd been told that I'd been fat that I was ugly that I was hopeless that I was dumb a failure that I was bad that uh, just things that I would feel rejected and like a failure so those words and it could be from a, a well-meaning person it might be a parent a teacher a coach friends even sometimes the people who are closest to you because you respect and honor them the most, the words they say to you actually hurt you the most. So words, words can paralyze you. They can stop you from moving forward. Those words, uh, I, I actually found, I got rid of those words that have been spoken over me the same way with the word of God. In Jeremiah 23, 19, uh, 29, sorry, 23, 29, it says, is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. God's word is like a fire. Those things, he comes in and he cleans things up, he refines things. God's word is like a hammer. It can break through things, break through the words that were spoken over me that I was dumb and ugly and black and fat and whatever it was. God's word breaks through those words. Put it in the chat again. Come on, God's word. I want you to get this. God's word is powerful. And it can be like a sledgehammer. Sledgehammers just smash things. I always have that picture. I had a vision one time of a sledgehammer smashing something that someone had spoken over me, the actual word, just smashing it. And it's a good thing. I, when you want to get rid of something, see the word of God smashing whatever it is, the rejection, the failure. It destroys labels. It destroys negative words. It destroys the pain over your life. And it won't hold you back any further. 
So they used to hold me back, but not anymore. Change your destiny. To change it, you need to change your words. God's word has the power to transform you today. So which word is dominant in your life? Is it God's word or is it the words of someone else? Unfortunately for me, for many, many years, it was the words of someone else. But God's word can actually replace and get rid of any of those. Who has you? You know, God loves you. He's got a plan for you. He's always loved you. He wants good things for you. He calls you beautiful. He calls you hope. He gives you hope. He gives you peace. He pours out his love upon you. That's what God wants for you, good things. It could be uh, like, so uh, we've got words, we've got mindsets, and we've got abuse. Like sometimes abuse physically, verbally, sexual abuse. Today, we're going to shred that. In the past, uh, when I was a kid, I got bullied at school. I got beaten up at the train station quite badly, actually, by a number of people. And that damaged me in so many ways. It, it made me feel worthless. It made me feel like I'm not good enough. For years, not just that moment. That's the, the trouble with that sort of thing. The physical pain goes quickly. The emotional and mental pain does not it just lingered on and on. I would have thought, I would see them and I would try and do pictures of like, I'm going to get in and smack back and get, but, but it, it, it would just play over and over like a video in my mind. When you've had some sort of tormenting abuse, uh, whether it's bullying or whatever it is, it, it could be verbal, it just can play over and over and over in your mind. And I just want you to ask yourself this question. How, you know, have you ever, and you don't need to put this in the chat, not yet, anyway. Like, have, how many of you would say that someone's uh, either lied to you, disappointed you, betrayed you, or hurt you? I think everybody, right? Yeah. So you can put a yes in the chat. Now, now the next question. How many of you have done those very same things to other people. Lied to them, disappointed them, betrayed them or hurt them. I've done every one of those things as well. So it's a two-way thing. It's a two-way thing. And what happened with that bullying, I at that time decided I was going to retaliate. So I did and beat them all up. Those people, five people, not at once, one at a time because it was such, because <laughs> I'm not proud of it, don't get me wrong, oh, like, but that's what happened, that replay, and did it help me beating them up? No, it didn't actually, it made things worse, because now I was just as bad, now I knew, I, I mean, I hurt people, big time, physically, and I'm not proud of that at all, and I regret it, really do regret it. So how do you get over this? Like today, I want you to shred whatever it is, that abuse or that, it's horrible, it's horrible. And retaliation, revenge, bitterness, hatred, because that's what, what I felt for them, does not help. Because when you do things, well, I'm just, I've just done the same thing to them that they've done to me. And I knew what that felt like, and now I've done that to them. So do not go for revenge. Let's give it to God. Because as long as we live in our past, like we're chained 
to the past. Forgive or apologize. Forgive or apologize. Forgive or apologize. I want you to put that in the chat. Forgive. Forgive or apologize. And when I say apologize, sometimes we need to apologize to other people. In Colossians 3.13, it says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. It doesn't say you, maybe you can forgive others. It says you must forgive others. Don't punish everyone else around you because of one, two, or three people hurt you. That's what I used to do. I started to uh, wall people out. The trouble was with that is when you wall people out, you actually wall yourself in. Today, we're going to break those walls. We're going to smash those walls with the Word of God. Write that down. If you've been walling yourself in, we're going to have breakthrough today, and you're going to come out of those walls. We're going to break. God is going to break down those walls for you today. When I started coming along to church, which is nearly 18 years ago, I started to realize like what a horrible mother I was. It was awful. All the hurtful things that I'd done to my kids, it was like, oh my, how do I get over this? How, so hurtful. You know, in times of anger or being short-tempered. And, but when I came to God, I really got a revelation I needed to apologize to them. And when you apologize, you apologize from the heart. You don't make up excuses. It's not their fault. You know, you don't think, oh, well, you know, they deserved it. No, you apologize from the heart. So I wrote everything that I could think of that I had done, that I, hate, I hated about, you know, that, the behavior. I wrote it all down, and I read it out to each one of them. I took, like, by, by myself, and we just cried. I'm nearly crying now, just the thought of it. But do you know what? There is freedom in apologizing. There is freedom. Freedom. And, and it was like that water just coming on the inside and just cleaning out what had happened in the past, washing it away. And I asked each one of them to forgive me. So when you apologize, you apologize. You ask, you don't make excuses you say it from the heart, you take responsibility for what you've done, and then you ask them to forgive you. It is such an incredible moment. This week, some of you may be doing that, either forgiving someone or apologizing. So put apologize in the chat. It is powerful, just like forgiveness. Forgiveness is powerful, apologizing is powerful. God wants to give you your future. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it does say, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. A hope and a future. God wants to give you a, it doesn't say a hope and a past. God already knows what your past is. God wants to give you a hope and a future. You can't change your past, but God can change your future. It is amazing. We, I, I just love that. So there are some things there, your words, your thoughts, your mindsets, attitudes. You can attack it, number one, with the Word of God. Powerful Word of God. Finding those scriptures, saying them over yourself. The second thing, forgive or apologize. 
forgive or apologize. Powerful. And the third thing is, is to be in a place, be around people who are encouraging, in a community that is going to encourage you, that is going to believe in you, that's going to help you, that's going to guide you around people who are going to love you. And you know I'm talking about church. We love you. We believe in you. We believe that God has got a plan for you, a plan for your future, to give you a hope and a future. The Word of God. Forgive and apologize. Be in a community of encouraging people. Wow, I want to give you an opportunity, just like Liam had. You saw Liam, how he invited God into his life, and it changed him forever. A God that can come in and bring your spirit to life. You can hear him. He will guide you and lead you. He'll take burdens off you. He'll give you a hope and a future. God's got a plan for you. He loves you. Right now, I I sense wherever you are, him pouring out his love into your heart. Today, I want to invite you to invite Jesus into your heart. Right now, you're feeling it. Your heart might be beating faster. You might be even feeling a little bit tense, but you know that it's real. You know that today is your day of salvation, where God is going to come in, speak to you, give you vision, give you dreams, give you hope, give you peace and love. If that's you today, and you know what? You may never have done this before, or you might have at one time before followed Jesus for a little while, but then walked away, and you want to reconnect with him. Like very soon, I'm going to ask you to respond in your heart, wherever you are, in your room, at the beach, wherever you're watching. I want you to respond from your heart. and In your heart, I want you to stand on the inside. Or you might be watching, and you're not certain whether you're are going to heaven, whether you actually have made that 100% commitment to a God who loves you. If that's you today, and you're saying, you know what, I want to have a relationship with Jesus, right now, I want you to stand up on the inside. I want you to respond. In the chat right now, depending on where you are, there's going to be an opportunity where you click on a button to to accept Jesus and then you have to click on another one to connect with us. When you put your details in, we will contact you. We want to connect with you. We want to show you how real God is. And if you're on Facebook, it'll actually come up with a link or if you're on YouTube, it'll come up with a link as well. Accept Jesus into your heart. He's wonderful what we're going to do, we're going to say that prayer to accept him into your heart. You repeat it after me wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I invite you into my heart. Thank you that you love me, that you died on a cross for me and my sin. I'm turning to you to follow you I renounce the devil and all his ways. 
Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Show me how to live. I thank you that today I am forgiven. I am set free and I'm going to heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to pray for those that gave you heart. I thank you, Father, for them. I thank you that right now you are pouring your love into their heart. I thank you, Lord, that their spirit is coming to life, Father, that you're going to lead them, that you're going to guide them, that you're walking along with them, Father, that you've got a purpose and a plan for their lives. Father, I pray that you put them around amazing people. In Jesus' name, amen. If that was you today, woo! We celebrate you. Come on, people. Put it in the chat. Yeah, love hearts, love hearts. God loves you. He wants the best for you. I am so happy. What a great decision. Excellent decision. We are going to do, actually, if that was you, there's two things we do love you to do. First one is, Keep coming back to church, whether you're online, on-site on the sunny coast, keep coming back to church. Second thing is, is to do a course called Alpha. Alpha is a six-week course, which we offer both on-site and online on Zoom. And they're starting uh, in a couple of weeks' time. The dates will come up. But if you're interested in that, there'll be a link right now where you can go in and sign up for Alpha. Alpha is six weeks course. It's uh, non-judgmental. It's fun, actually. You get to know other people, but it's about a journey in Christianity. You don't have to believe in God to do this course. It's amazing, though. You're going to find out things about yourself that you never knew. So do Alpha. Come back to church and come along to Alpha. Now we're going to do our shredding segment. Get ready. Have you got your papers, people? Wave them in front of the TV or your phone or whatever you're watching. That's right. Piece of paper, you've got your paper. If you do have a shredder, of course you can use the shredder, but we're not gonna do that just yet. I'm gonna go through a few things. First, we're gonna write everything down on a piece of paper. Some things would have been rising during this time, and you would have already written it down, but I want you to think about this. As I'm speaking now, we've touched on words. We've touched on conditioning, thinking, mindsets, behaviors. We've touched on unforgiveness. We've touched on things that have stopped us from going forward in life. So I want you to write down what you need to shred, whether it's relationship problems, whether it's parenting challenges, whether it's health issues, whether it's financial difficulties, whether it's worries or fears or stresses or pressures or addictions or loneliness, anger, control, anger. That's a biggie for me. I had to write that down for years. Not anymore, though. Cool. Yeah, control. Yeah, maybe I better write that one down a little bit. Yeah, so <laughs> so uh, frustrations. Yeah, probably better write that down too. Like, frustrations, there are things that uh, offense, anxiety, lack, struggle, debt, all of those things, there's lots of things in there. What is it for you? What do you need to write down? So write down what you need to read. And the other thing is, there might be people that you need to forgive. I want you to write their names down. It's not like they were shredding them. Hear me now. We're not shredding the people. We're shredding it because we want to forgive them. It's like a prophetic act to release them 
we're going to release the people. So write down any names that you might need to forgive. I'm getting some right now. That's why I'm writing them down. Mindsets. Not good enough. What are the words in your head? What are the labels in your head? Not good enough or, or I'm hopeless or I'm fat or whatever it is. I'm ugly. Write it down. Let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of it and step into 2021 free. Free from anything that holds us back. Uh, it might be a poverty mindset. It might be a wrong self-image or low self-esteem. So yeah, let's today make a decision to live free. Free from gossip. Free from unforgiveness. Free from alcohol. Free from drugs. Free from anxiety. Free from depression or free from debt. Let's declare today that we're going to claim freedom in 2021. So while you're writing it down, right down, down, I'm going to give you a couple of like a minute probably, the band is going to sing, like, come on, push in people, write it down. Jesus, 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 Jesus. you're leaving behind, whether it's from last year or whether it's from somewhere in your past, it could be from 20 years ago. Are you ready? Do you have your pieces of paper ready? We are going to do a prophetic act, like I said right now. We were going to tear things up and then I'm going to pray for the power of God to come. So right now, wherever you are, let's do it. Let's tear up those pages. Come on, freedom, freedom. Let's pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you've seen, that you've heard, that you're with every person that is torn up, that is shredded, things of the past, things that no longer are gonna hold them back, Father. Thank you, Lord, that your presence and your power now comes and sweeps the inside that brings cleansing, that brings healing, that brings restoration, that brings faith. I thank you, Father, that where there was, was darkness, there is now light. That where there was despair, there is now hope. That where there was hatred, Father, that there is now love. I thank you, Father, that where there was, you know, misunderstandings, Lord, that you bring understanding. Lord, where there was fear, that you've brought faith. I thank you right now, Lord, 
that you're pouring out your presence upon each and every person, that there is freedom, that there is freedom where they are on the inside, Lord, a cleansing, a sweeping of your spirit. Every person, as you step into 2021, I pray and I ask that God will be with you in your relationships, whether it's with your, uh, like a marriage relationship or your family, your children or friends, that God would give you skills, that God would give you keys on how to improve them. Father, I pray for every person's financial situation, whether it's they're looking for a job, Father, I pray that you will open doors in Jesus' name. Whether it's businesses, Father, I pray you would pour out your spirit that there would be an abundance, that there'd be an abundance in businesses and their staffing, Father. Lord, whatever it is, Father, those that aren't well, Lord, I pray you are the healer. Lord, pour out your healing spirit upon them. Nothing is too hard for you, Lord. Father, I just thank you, Father, that you, where there is sadness, Father, that you bring joy and that 2021 will be a year of joy. I proclaim 2021, a year of joy. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. God is good and He loves you. Plan, purpose, for you. Let's go into 2021 with joy, with freedom, afresh, great relationships, great friendships. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you so much. I'm going to hand back to Pastor Danielle. Thank you. Goodbye.